0: Hey, Swampies, listen up. I know this is a little bit different from how our episodes usually start. This is Sky, by the way. I'm here with... Colin, by the way. Yep. We've both legally changed our last names to, by the way, (laughs) BTW, BBW,
1: BBW. Oh, whoa. bounce. I don't know what do you do as a theme to breaking bad? <laughs> I look like boom, we can... <laughs> not what we're here to talk about.
0: <laughs> already we're just trying to explain what's going on with this episode and we're already
1: just not on track. It's hard for me and you to have a long string of like consciousness. consciousness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is the perfect episode for
0: that because we are releasing an episode today that we actually recorded back in like the end of November. Yeah. So we just wanted to throw this disclaimer in the beginning to let people know that, uh, whoops, we recorded this, this is our Jay and Silent Bob reboot episode. Mm-hmm. When, when it was out post road. So like the road show would come to a town and it started in New Jersey. And where we live, we're kind of on the border of New Jersey. So we were lucky enough that it was playing in a theater near us, but it wasn't playing for almost anybody else. Yeah. And it was only playing in that theater for like two weeks or something. Mm-hmm. So at the time we recorded this episode, most people didn't have access to it. At the time we were releasing it, it's already been on Blu-ray for like three weeks. Yeah. So I feel like anybody who wants to see the movie can, has access to it now. So maybe this is a better time to release this episode. Also, it came out during a time where there were a lot of really good movies coming out and we kind of got swamped and it kind of like I started editing it. And it just never.
1: There was never a good date to release it. So yeah, because we were like, should we release this now? And then we're like, oh, I don't know, because then that's pushing this movie back, and that movie has yeah. you know more demand. Yeah. and then this kind of just fell by the wayside, and we we were had like, it we gotta
0: so do well. Terminator Dark Fate, exactly. So <laughs>
1: everybody wants that. Granted, it is one of my favorite episodes. It is a good episode. A lot of
0: Arnold in that, but yeah. So we just wanted to give like a little bit of a heads up because. Uh, in this episode, at the point of that, we're recording like this disclaimer. I've already edited most of the episode, and I know for a fact we talk about things that are very irrelevant now. Yeah. Like, we talk about, like, oh, I wonder who's going to get nominated for Oscars. Like, I can see this being a contender. Uh, spoiler alert The Lighthouse did not get what I felt like it deserved. Damn. And like, I talk about like the movies that I saw in that time. Like, the, <laughs> the episode is clearly dated. You can tell like it's not current.
1: Oh, the trailer park.
0: Oh, and the trailer park is for Ford v Ferrari, which that episode came out like months
1: ago. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah. So we talk about things. You that, know, what the, you know what though? Like, I because th- I think we've mentioned on other episodes, like the Ford vs Ferrari trailer park. Yeah, we did. And then, yeah, I think we talked about and was it. It's never in, released. So, yeah, and I only realized
0: it the other day when I was editing. I was like, oh boy, did <laughs> not know that because. Why? Why did we do Ford v Ferrari for, for James Silent Bob? <laughs> what is the connection there? Because
1: there's two dudes in James Silent Bob, and there's two dudes in Ford vs. Ferrari. Yeah, there's, there's two two dudes Mr. Ford world. and Mr. Ferrari. Yeah,
0: that's <laughs> all right. Now it's starting to make a lot more sense mm-hmm, to me. Mm-hmm. But now, having seen both of those movies, makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> But one's an
1: Oscar contender, and the other one's Ford vs. Ferrari. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm actually wearing a Movies shirt
1: right now yeah. with the cow and everything. Did you see the back, too? No, I haven't. It
0: just says
1: Movies. Oh. That <laughs> is really cool, though. Yeah, love it. Um, And yeah, no, I actually really liked Ford vs. Ferrari. So <laughs> yeah, me too. It, I mean, spoiler, if you haven't gone back and listened to the
0: Duties. That's another thing. We talk about, like, oh, this could be a cool duty category. The Duties happened, like, two weeks ago. Yeah. Whoops! Like, yeah. So this one sat in the vault for a while. You're gonna hear. It's not really a retro review. It's
1: more so a uh, postponed, a post Malone review. Yeah. Um. It also like doesn't help that we're kind of in a dead month. Yeah. And also we're both super busy. I mean, I'm super busy. Yeah, you're moving. I'm actually yeah, I'm actually moving. So it's just not easy to get out to the movies and stuff right now right we've both at this point only seen one movie from the double deuce so far yeah but so it's um, funny
0: because we just did a double deuce movie and now we're going back to another 2019 movie yeah but it, i I will disjointed. say
1: i will say though uh the next episode after this review will be a 2020 movie double deuce movie and then from the, the year rest of the year it's all gonna be that yeah all double
0: I deuce think- with the exception of any like bonus episodes where we do do like retro reviews in which case you swampies would be voting on it anyways so
1: yeah after after the move i should have like more free time and then like be back to seeing two or three movies a week yeah and hopefully two or three good movies a week that's that's what i'm looking forward that's to that's key mm-hmm. yeah we we all need
0: that so that's that's all we just wanted to say that give you guys the heads up we i didn't want to go through and edit out any of those things that dated it cuz i just felt like s- some of them led into like some some fun bits and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it it just got too messy to try and cut things out and try to cut everything out. It's like a
1: 13 minute episode.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So we just wanted to leave it as is, but also give you guys a heads up. Cause if we felt like if we just released the episode without saying anything first, it would be like, what the fuck are they talking about? Like they're talking about stuff that either has happened already or like they're talking about stuff. It's like, yeah oh, in a couple of months, but it's shit that's like going to happen tomorrow. You're going to you have know? those
1: people that are like, let me just skip through the intro, <laughs> skip through this entire spiel. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, luckily our <laughs> intro song is only a minute, so if they're used to skipping forward a minute, they'd already be hearing us explaining. I'm going to say there
1: are people that skip through our entire banner every episode. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's probably true too. Pe- well, I, I was going to say if if those are the people that just want to come and hear the cl- like the hard facts. You probably are, oh, yeah. have come to the wrong podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're barking up the wrong tree.
0: Yeah. No heart. The only thing hard in here is our dicks. <laughs> and my fucking pythons, bro. Like we, so we've both been getting some exercise
1: mm-hmm.
0: and yeah. now we're just doing regular banter. Yeah. <laughs> so this oh, yeah. is quick because like, I'm feeling good, man. Like you're going to the gym. My job is a gym. Yeah. Like I'm. I'm doing cardio and lifting all day. Bro, my arms are getting fucking yoked. <laughs> and, like, I'm losing fat in the midsection, which is, like, a trouble area for me. Always has been my whole life. I'm feeling fucking nice. Nice. Like, my pants are fitting looser. My shirts feel nice. Like, I'm fucking... My, my arms, dude. <laughs> I could fuck
1: you up right now. You look like John Cena. I am John Cena. <laughs>
0: <laughs> going to five knuckle shuffle you. Yeah,
1: I've just been trying to lose weight. I've I'm actually down almost 20 pounds. Nice. Yeah, man. I've actually I actually
0: weigh more now, but I'm losing fat. Well, you probably put on muscle. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Getting fucking yoked, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be I'm going to be scary. I'm already tall <laughs> and you put like put throw some, some fucking muscle on throw me some and Hulk hands on me dude be a monster <laughs> fucking smash
1: you're trying to smash, smash bro, bro? <laughs> you bang your Hulk hands together <laughs> you won't like me when I'm angry <laughs> yeah. so
0: yeah Jane Silent Bob reboot episode that's what you're getting right now but also you know what we didn't have all, all the new designs and stuff so why not plug our website 2 dudes we might not have even had the website when we recorded this up. Ep- no, that's not true. Yeah, we did. But <laughs> yeah, we definitely did. But that's just what I'm
1: saying. Like, it's an older episode, so yeah, just wanted to let you guys know. Yeah. That's why I note. Enjoy though, because uh, I think this is a movie that we really wanted to do a review for, and we recorded it like right away. Once I you saw it first, and I saw it afterwards. But yeah, it was a bummer. It got lost in the shuffle. But I think we really wanted this this out there. So
0: yeah, so here it is. Enjoy Fucking Swampies
1: Everyone in this room Is now dumber for having listened to it I award you no points And may God have mercy on your soul Good morning Vietnam Welcome to the jungle baby Welcome to the jungle Welcome To Two Dudes Movie Reviews See what happens, Larry. How to get burned? How to get burned? How to get burned? They've done studies, you know. Sixty percent of the time, it works. Every time. I am loving. You are tearing me apart, Lisa.
0: Come with me if you want to live, Gentlemen, You have my curiosity. but Now you have my attention. Now, here's your hosts, Sky and Colin.
1: Here's Johnny.
0: Hey, moviegoers, you're listening to Two Dudes Movie Reviews with Sky and my hetero life mate, Colin.
1: <laughs> nice.
0: Yeah, I was hoping that you would just go full silent, Bob, and not say a word this whole episode. <laughs> oh, that would have been so good.
1: <laughs> yeah, I would have to get super baked, though, nah, you to could, be in character. You could. Oh, well, then, yeah. But I know that you could carry this episode on your own. Yeah, baby. I think you could. Probably, maybe, but you know what? I am very
0: interested in your opinions,
1: so that's oh, why we you. do this together. Oh, thank you. I know. I'm just sucking up because you we were... record <laughs> these at your house. When we, <laughs> That's the only reason. <laughs> if it was at my house, it'd be a different story. Yeah, I'd be like,
0: eat my dick.
1: <laughs> Get out, swampy. <laughs> yeah, you're the swampy now. <laughs> no, I was actually, you started up that intro, and I was like, oh, he's just going normal this time, and then you mixed it up on me yep, and it... flipped the script. Yeah, it was, it was a nice surprise.
0: Yep. We like nice surprises. You know, it was very surprising. We actually got
1: to see the movie that we're reviewing today. I know we were both. Well, you saw way before me. I was worried. I wasn't going to get around to seeing it. And then, yeah, you got lucky. Honestly. Yeah. I, my plan was to see it on, I think it was Tuesday. And then with my hockey schedule, We lost our game on Monday, so we had to play on Tuesday. So I was like, damn, I can't see it. And then they didn't have it playing on Thursday, which would have been my next day off. So I was like, shit. Because they don't post the movie show times for like the weekend until Wednesday. Yeah. But then they they added it. So I was like, you know what? I'm just sucking it up. I'm going after work, making the drive out to Palisades. And then I got out of seeing Jane and Silent Bob. And, you know, I was like, no, I got a second wind. I'll go see Terminator 2 in the same night. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Yeah. And then the kid sitting next to me in the theater was eating low main. Oh, yeah. You
0: texted me that. I was yeah. like, what?
1: <laughs> yeah. So we're doing the Jay and Silent Bob
0: reboot. Mm-hmm. That's for this episode. And I actually saw this. My double feature was this and the lighthouse.
1: Yeah. Nice. So
0: I was having a, I was having a nice day
1: to myself. My double features have never been like... Holy shit, amazing! Oh, I've had some really and killer ones. I was going to do like I was gonna, I was trying really hard to make it work, so I could have done Jane, and and Bob and Jojo because yeah. I thought that might be a really nice double feature. Ooh. Instead, I saw Terminator. But honestly, that's probably might been my best double feature. Interesting, we, yeah, because at least in the last two years, my double features, which I don't do them very often, but my double features were this, and then Men in Black with. What did we do right around Men in Black?
0: Ooh, it, w- that it was a m- while ago. I
1: think it was The Dead Don't Die and Men in Black. Oh, okay. I think that's what it was. That and might the- have been a double feature of mine too. And then the next d- double feature before that was Venom and The Grinch. Wow, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> yeah, go back and listen to our Grinch episode,
0: J.K. <laughs> <laughs> there was one I did recently. I mean, The Lighthouse and Jay and Silent Bob reboot is a uh, is a pretty pretty cool double feature for uh, my tastes. But I, I did another one recently that I was super stoked on. And I, I'm trying to remember what it was. It definitely was not Gemini Man and Jexy. That was a really hard day. That's a top contender for <laughs> it was a the rough worst one. Yeah, that
1: was that's could be the worst one I've done yet. I know, I know what your double feature was. Oh. It was the Peanut Butter Falcon. Oh, and yes. And what was the other one? Oh, no. What did I do around Peanut Butter? Ready or, ready or not. Ready or not and Peanut yeah. Butter Falcon. Yeah. That
0: was a that was a fucking awesome one. Yeah, because I remember that's you t- a, that's a high one. I
1: remember you texting me and being like, yo, this happened today. It was I, awesome. I finally, <laughs> I finally had a good day of movie watching.
0: Because a lot of times too, I will go see two movies in theaters, then I'll go home and watch some dog shit Netflix movie. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just beating myself on like every end.
1: I can't just have a good day of movie It's also when you see two in a row that you're like, man, those are both like really good because sometimes just one of them will just killed the buzz
0: yeah you know for sure but you know what i actually saw a netflix movie i really liked and we talked about it a little bit off mic but mm-hmm. the king yeah I'm, I'm not done with it yet yeah I to so I won't, I won't say nothing about like you know the totality of the movie but i will say it's a really good time for a netflix movie like, I don't know if it's my favorite Netflix movie of the year. That could be even a side category in our duties. It's like, what's the best and what's the worst yeah. Netflix movie of the year, even if it's only top three of each?
1: Or ju- just do, like, streaming movie, because I guess that would include yeah, Hulu or yeah. whatever. Yeah,
0: but, uh, no, it's a pretty good time. Robert Pattinson popping up again. He's having a year. Mm-hmm.
1: He is just everywhere. Is that his fourth movie this year?
0: We had High-, High Life, The Lighthouse, uh, and The King. And then, was he in anything else this year? I don't That That might so. be it. it. might
1: be those, those three.
0: Still pretty good for somebody who has, you know, done considerably fewer roles in the last, like, five years. Yeah. And now he's going to be the Batman. Yeah. Exactly. So that's always cool. It was cool seeing him, seeing him do a different character. It's weird because he is an English man playing a French man who is practicing his English. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, how do you do that? I don't know. <laughs> it's funny because I I saw people on social media being like, "What the fuck is this accent he's doing? <laughs> he sounds like such a weirdo." But the character he's playing was, you know, was a real person in history mm-hmm. who was suffering from like essentially dementia, like oh, early really? onset dementia. Yeah, in real life, they don't really touch on that in the movie, but it makes sense when you watch the movie.
1: But, anyways. Just wanted to throw that out there Just if the it, that swampies we Swampies needed it. Hey, we actually gave a Netflix movie a pretty good... Well, you gave a Netflix movie a really good review, and I gave one a, a good review. Which El, one? El Camino. Oh, yeah,
0: El Camino. And uh, we both saw Dolomite Is My Name now.
1: Yeah, that was really good. Honestly, right? I think Dolomite Is My Name is my favorite Netflix movie so far this year. Yeah, but we got the Irishman. Irishman's coming. Yeah, real quick. It's when I was coming. in the soon, when I was in the city yesterday, there are like gigantic billboards for it, and they just say like in giant bold letters, like the cinematic event of the year. <laughs> and it's yeah, like, on Netflix. Yeah, it's <laughs> like get ready, get trapped in. Reclining your fucking couch. Yeah, <laughs> you know
0: what's funny is I always do that when uh, when Netflix kicks off. I always mimic the sound, and now Logan starts doing it. So he just goes
1: boom. <laughs> I'm like, that's my boy. I saw the video you took of him crawling into that Amazon box. Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. He's just, I was like, all right,
0: bud. <laughs> he, uh, the other day, he put on my flip flops and then he walked into the door frame, like between the living room and the kitchen. And he's going, oh, I'm daddy. Uh. And I'm like, I don't sound like that, prick. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's not me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm Logan. <laughs> like, how do you like it, A little shit?
0: <laughs> so yeah, he's a fun guy. He's, he's way into poop jokes now. So this movie would have been like perfect right for him. Way up his alley. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? We We did this movie as a trailer park, right? Yeah, we did. I was very excited to see it and yeah. super disappointed in its release strategy.
1: Yeah. 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 Cuz I I know a lot of people are not going to see this movie. My my friend at work, it's funny, cuz they're doing like the roadshow thing, so they're going yeah. through different areas. So, I don't think it comes through our actual area until January. Well, it started in Jersey. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's yeah. what we got lucky with that. Right. But I don't think it comes through our area until January. That's crazy. And um I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's when it is because my friend he bought tickets to like actually go to the roadshow and see it. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it's in January. So like he told me like after like I saw it, he's like you can't spoil anything for me until January because I'm seeing it then. That's so <laughs> insane. I saw so. I saw it in mid to late October. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and yeah, a majority of the country's not even going to have access to it for months. Mhm. So this is gonna be a weird episode. It's gonna be interesting to check out the analytics to see how many of you Swampies actually listen to this. But I'll say this: a Jane and Silent Bob movie isn't really anything you can spoil. I think we'll we'll make sure we don't trample on too many jokes because that's really the only thing that you could spoil in this movie is really solid jokes, right? Yeah. I'd say. Yeah, because I mean, it's like,
1: there's there were things that I was actually very surprised about, and we'll get to it, yeah. and. I think some of those things we have to talk about. Yeah. But I'm warnings. I don't, yeah. I was going to say, I don't think we're going to ruin any jokes, though. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm going to tell every joke word for word. It's a good thing I brought a tape recorder in. <laughs> yeah. I remembered all the jokes. And start now.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. But how have you been? I haven't seen you in, uh, well, I guess since the last time we recorded, but <laughs> the Swampies don't know that that actually is
1: a little while ago now. It's like, it's like bi weekly. Oh. That's It's weekly. Yeah, it's about weekly. <laughs> yeah. I've been good. I was in the city this weekend. Yeah, you've been going down to the city a lot. Yeah, because Brianna's been staying down there when she has interviews and stuff like that. Right. I'm going to be in Cleveland this week, so that's cool. I thought it was funny. I already told you, but uh, on two of the days in Cleveland, I will be by myself and have downtime. Yeah. And my immediate reaction instead of going to like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or something was... Wonder where there's AMCs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I think I'm going to go see get Dr. To the Sleep. In Cleveland. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, you got to see Dr. Sleep because I'm going to be seeing it that opening day. And then that's going to be an episode shortly after. Mm-hmm. So I've heard some pretty good things too. Yeah. I'm surprised by like the early feedback on it. Same. Same. But I've been surprised by a lot of these movies' feedback and then gone to see it and been like, I don't agree with that at all. Or, <laughs> you know, whether it's good or bad. Yeah, so I actually uh, don't know any of the feedback on this movie in particular. I mean, generally going into an
1: episode, I don't know any of the score stuff because mm-hmm. I, like
0: I like that to be a surprise for me when it comes to tomato-tomato
1: time. Oh, okay. But You know what? That is, that's good because I, I got a Rotten Tomato addiction. Oh, yeah. And I've got it bookmarked at my work computer. <laughs> so. uh, I have
0: it bookmarked on my phone, but it's I use it more so for the movies that I watch like on my own outside of the pod where I'm just like, I get to the end of a movie and I'm like, well, this is what I graded it. What the fuck did anyone else think? And then I'm usually, I'm just like, yeah, I was pretty close to at least one of the scores. Yeah. But it's interesting. We're never just on one side. There's never, we're not, listen, we're not such snobs that we just agree with the critics all the time, but we're Mm -hmm. also not such slobs that we agree (laughs) with the audience all the time. It's either snobs or slobs. Yeah. That's what we should change it to next year, from tomato to tomato you know to we're snobs just, and
1: slobs. That's why it's two dudes, is we're we're the average guy, yeah. but we're also the average guy who's very knowledgeable in cinema. And has taste. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're, we're just two average dudes who
0: happen to be better than <laughs> you. <laughs> it's accurate. Don't question us. The more that I have, or the more that we have been doing this show... I have kind of uh grown my tastes and my knowledge of film, mm-hmm. you know? And I think eventually like year five of this podcast will be so far up our own ass that we will be intolerable. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm pretty sure. Before the before we start recording, I'm gonna like burn some sage. And <laughs> yeah. gonna... We gotta
0: get the energy <laughs> in this, this room, room right. We gotta <laughs> balance this out. <laughs>
1: I don't, put, 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 put on, I don't know what Sage does. Put my kimono on. I don't know what this is. I have one of those
0: Indian singing singing bowls. <laughs> like,
1: it just eases tension. tension.
0: Uh,
1: the aura in this room.
0: Yeah. Anyways, I brought a brown paper bag so I could fart into it and just huff it in between the <laughs> things. Like... Oh, the craft in the lighthouse. Oh, the lenses from three different decades. Oh, God. They built all of the buildings on the island. Removable walls.
1: Five years from now, we're still talking about the lighthouse. I can't That means it, it was a bad five years. <laughs> well,
0: I mean, I've seen my list of movies from this year, and... Uh, Honestly, there's been a lot of movies I've really liked this year, but there's been so many movies that I fucking hate. Well, this is how I feel about the
1: year. Yeah. If you had asked me that maybe like three months ago, I'd have been like, this year sucks. Yeah. But I feel like we've been getting a lot of really good stuff lately. Oh, we are in a hot streak. Even, yeah, like even like some movies that we're not even high on, they're nowhere near as bad as movies that came out like, I don't know, like even like the during the summer cram and shit like that. Yeah, summer cram we got crammed a lot of that time. Yeah.
0: Cuz that's another thing
1: about us being two
0: dudes is that me more so, I really don't mind just a fun action flick that's not giving me like a cinematic masterpiece, you know? Mm-hmm. I know like action isn't really your forte, but I think you like more action movies than you even realize sometimes. Like cuz you do you got you got quite of a quite a taste for the action films. All the good action films, right? But I think, (laughs) I think that we have an appreciation for that. But even like the summer blockbusters this year, fucking flopped. Like Men in Black was supposed to be like a, you know, I don't know if it was supposed to be great, but I think it was one that they were kind of pumping up and like advertising, like it's gonna be such a blast, and that was kind of whack. Dark Phoenix was a huge letdown. Godzilla, Godzilla, yeah, like. We we really got boned this year for in terms of like the summer blockbusters, but this Oscar season is shaping up great. And of course, they had to release *Jane and Silent Bob* reboot for contention in the Oscars. <laughs> they, they <did>. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, and I mean it's gonna qualify considering it's gonna be in theaters probably longer than any movie ever just because of the way that they're releasing it. It's just it's like every theater in the country gets it for 1 month at a time, but it doesn't overlap with
1: any other theater. This movie's going to be playing in theaters for the next 3 years the way that they're releasing it. I think they they said that the road show is going to go till like the end of February, and then I think Damn. after but then I think after that it's just going to come out on Blu-ray.
0: I'm like, fine with that. Yeah. I mean, I've already seen it so I really can't complain anymore, mm-hmm. but I do feel for the people who haven't been able to see it. So if you're yeah. in one of those cities who the road show
1: hasn't come to, it's not playing in any of your theaters. I'm really sorry. I wanted to to finish my thought on it real quick. Yes. I thought about this maybe like two days ago. I have liked 2019 more than 2018.
0: Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's good for me to know because I think it's... I can't even quantify that because last year I pretty much only saw the good movies from 2018, so obviously it was a better year because I didn't
1: have to watch garbage all year. Usually, like, I would rather watch a movie that I love than a movie that I like, obviously. Right. Last year, I think there are more movies that I enjoyed, but there was less movies that I loved. Yeah. And then this year there's, I've seen maybe five already that I'm, that I like. I loved Dude, so. my top ten is gonna be a tough one to make yeah. this year. I'll tell you that. So if I had to pick like movies that I like really, really loved that like could maybe possibly make even like a top like thirty list, like if we did something where it's like we turn thirty one, we want to do three. Like yeah, like last year there would probably be only like two movies on that list that I could even consider. Whereas this year there's like. Like I said, like five, yeah, and then we still have a bunch that we're really excited for. So who knows if there's gonna be more than five, yeah. But, but a lot of a lot of stuff
0: coming that could be good. I mean, we are in that that Oscar contention now. Like we're people are gonna be dropping the the smart artsy fartsy films, mm-hmm. trying to get their names in there. But you know what? I feel like, man, I feel like there's a place that we go to to know that type of shit of like what's coming soon, who's coming now. Spoiler alert, it's me. <laughs> I'm coming. Oh, I'm coming. And I'm coming real fast. I'm coming so fast, you might even think I was in like a car or like a sports <laughs> car. <laughs> like a souped-up sports car. Like a super fast car, like a Ferrari, or a
1: Ford. I don't know why I'm talking like this. You're doing Fast and Furious 9. Fast and Furious 9. The
0: Furious get fast. (laughs) I think that's the tagline. The gang gets furious. The gang gets furious. And tickets are selling fast. But you know what? I'm gonna take one of those fast cars, that Ford or Ferrari, and go all the way to the trailer park. What was that? I don't know, man. <laughs> don't don't question my uh, my fucking tactics for getting into this beautiful trailer park. What are we talking? Well, in case you didn't notice by me saying it six times. Ford versus Ferrari. I said Ford and Ferrari a lot.
1: Ford and Ferrari. Ford (laughs) v Ferrari. Are are you excited for this at all? No. Oh, I'm actually looking forward to this. It's weird because I want to be excited
0: because I'm not like the biggest Matt Damon fan, but I do like a lot of things he's been in. But he's never been like a real selling point for me. But Christian Bale, I mean, I've loved so much of his work, and he... Is a an incredible actor, so I say he's the biggest draw to this. But you know, Matt Damon doesn't he doesn't make it bad, but he doesn't add anything to the
1: fucking sauce for me. Okay, I like Matt Damon. Christian Bale though is definitely a bigger draw. Yeah, for sure. Uh, do you know the the real story? Well, I know it's based on a real story.
0: I kind of got the gist of it from when I saw the trailer. I've seen this trailer probably more than most trailers that we've done in recent months, just mm-hmm. because like it's playing for like. Every fucking movie that I see, and it seems to be like one of the last two trailers. So like, I generally get to the movies late, but somehow I always catch this one, and I'm like, son of a bitch. At least it's not Charlie's Angels.
1: Yeah, it's funny because like they do a they do a good enough job even in the trailer, basically being like telling you what what the the gist the premise of the story is. is. You yeah. don't know the outcome and stuff, but you know what the goal of the movie is and stuff like that. And I, when I saw the movie, I think it was when I saw uh, Parasite the other night. Um, this trailer was playing. I heard someone behind me right when the trailer ended go like I know the true story. And, I, and like Ooh. and I wanted to like like look back and be like everybody in this theater does now. Like <laughs> yeah, we all know it. We just watched the same trailer. trailer.
0: Maybe that that's the extent of knowledge that he had but he was just like I get it now. <laughs> like that's all I, he
1: wanted to convey to his friend.
0: I know it. <laughs> I understand what they just told me.
1: I'm surprised that the the director on this doesn't get you a little bit more excited though. Who's the director? I don't even know. James Mangold. What did he do? He was a producer on Logan. Oh. Yeah. Okay. He was the director for The Wolverine. Okay. I'm a little less. He was also the director on Walk the Line. Okay. There you go. You got me back. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, Logan. Got to name drop it right away. Yeah. But he's done good stuff. So. Yeah. and That's uh, pretty cool. Also, uh, John Berthold's in this movie. We didn't even we didn't bring him Oh, up. yeah. I yeah. saw him so I love him he's great yeah I don't know
0: I'm uh he maybe has more lines than he did in peanut butter falcon we'll see
1: <laughs> <laughs> hopefully you want to get into this though yeah uh, let, let, let me see this how long we've known each other the man I ever break a promise Yo. to you I will put you in the driver's seat at Le Mans just shut your mouth and let me do Matt my Damon thing. is a
0: cowboy. Mm-hmm.
1: Alright.
0: Morning, Shelby. Morning. Molly.
1: I just want to say that Matt Damon got punched in the face in the Suburban trailer Which is <laughs> like, like one of the last like Matt Damon movies to come out, so it's like, is this a thing now? He's just gonna be a punched in the face <laughs> all of his trailers. Yeah. What did he he got say? a punchable face? sword makes ugly little cars. He kind of does. You know? <laughs> I'm
0: <Yeah>. going to lie. And, <laughs> uh, yep, he already has more lines. We're going to
1: bury PDF. Ferrari at last. I lawn. like John Burtthal a lot. I know some yeah. people don't really like him. Oh, so I love him. I'm all Cal all about John Burtthal. Be. He's
0: going to build a car to
1: beat Ferrari with a ford
0: correct you know what i think and
1: the big thing for me is i don't give a, a fuck about cars oh well years. that's 90 days <laughs> same for me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like it's, it's just never been a thing for me look at <laughs> for the most part though like i like oh, well, we i like true typical. stories can't yeah no, they no, at least no, like give the movie a little bit more where i'm like wow i can't believe that actually happened and I really like the people involved in it. So yeah. The There's something fighting. interesting, too, about, like, ball
0: race movies. I mean, doing? I feel like I racing movies and football, 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 football movies are all very similar. Where it's like a lot of, like, oh, we lost the race. We got to train harder. <laughs> we won. <laughs> and it's the same thing like, football <laughs> movies. It's like, oh, we lost. Or they go on a winning streak, and you see fire them fire winning. And then start it's starting starting the like, ah, oh, you're drinking too much. So much. You can't be the starting QB. And it's like, I'll meet you guys. And then... And then he comes back later, like, we needed you the whole time. He's like, I love you. you
1: plan, eh? they, don't, they win the sports. You want to, they win Viva sports. You want to hear something kind of funny? Yes. This song that's playing right now is um, by Greta Van Fleet. Okay. This is the second time I've seen it in either a trailer or a movie in the last couple weeks. The other movie I saw it in was another car movie. Uh, of course.
0: <laughs> yeah, November 15th. That is very soon. It's a
1: Speed Racer movie. Yeah. Oh, man. You saw his helmet there? Yeah, we should. We should see Speed Racer. Dude, look at that right there. Dude. Dead. Dude, this is a a Speed Racer prequel.
0: Oh, you think so?
1: Yeah, I know so.
0: (laughs) Is this Backdoor Speed Racer? (laughs) God willing. (laughs) I think this movie, it being based on a true story, it having the caliber of actors it has, and then now now that I understand who the director is, I think this is this is trying to go for some gold at the Oscars. Yeah,
1: honestly, like above everything else, it looks like a good movie, and good movies will just get me excited regardless of its content. I'm probably you know if if a movie that I really don't have much interest in the content is getting good like buzz. I'm going to go see it just because I want to see a good movie. Right. And I think this looks like it has all the craft behind it that could make it a really good movie.
0: Yeah. And I also like that even though it's based on a true story, I don't know the story. I don't know if that's going to be a plus or a minus when it comes time to the movie because I'm sure people who know it, if they watch this, they're going to be like, oh, it's a bunch of crock or or it's going (laughs) to be like, oh, they nailed it. Me, I, like, they can tell me
1: anything. I'm going to be like, sure, that's how it went. I don't care enough to research. <laughs> I actually, I kind of like not knowing the true story before going into it. Yeah. Because on a few occasions, it, like, doesn't ruin the suspense of the moment. Right. This one, I know what happens. But, like, even um, when I went and saw fighting with my family, I didn't know what was going to happen in that and then after the fact, yeah. then I then I did all the research and looked everything up. But I actually, just rewatched that recently with Megan too. It's a g- good movie. Yeah, you liked it just as much the second time. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, I I haven't changed my grade on that one. I'd be surprised if this is bad. I'd be surprised if this bombs the way that like the Goldfinch did. Yeah, no, I don't think it's
0: gonna go that route. These aren't actors who just take any role. Like, when's the last time you've seen Christian Bale in a movie that just bombs?
1: Yeah, you know? well, Suburbicon was bombed. SpiribaCom is bad. Was Christian Bale in that? No, no.
0: Yeah, Matt Damon was. Yeah. Oh, wait. Did you say Christian Bale? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But Matt Damon, he was in that, uh, that shrink, that supersized me, but opposite movie, Honey I Shrunk <laughs> Downsizing. Myself. Yeah.
1: He was in the Honey I Shrunk Myself it's reboot. Funny. <laughs> Downsizing has ha- de- is definitely the movie that had the most penises in it. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see it. And all of them are tiny.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Made me feel great.
1: <laughs> I am like, yeah, crushing it. I stood up on my chair in the theater. And I ripped my pants. I was like, yeah! Look at me! You ain't never shrinking this! <laughs> Sir, take your nachos, get out of the theater. <laughs> <laughs> These are the nachos grande. For, <laughs> for
0: me. For me and my huge <laughs> cock. I've been feeding these nachos to my dick. (laughs)
1: Anyway, Ford vs. Ferrari. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think we're obviously going to see this. It's coming out real soon. And it's coming out during the heat of the Oscar movies dropping. So this is coming out the same week as um, Once Upon a Time in a Neighborhood, right? Once uh, (laughs) Once Upon a Time in a Neighborhood.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Uh, yeah. Quentin
0: Tarantino's Neighborhood. Oh, that movie where Mr. Rogers, when he takes off his shoes and then zooms in on his bare feet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Did you speak? Don't want to derail us too much, but did you see the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood box set? No, it's pretty cool. Ooh, so it comes with out. like it comes with it's a two disc thing, but then it also comes with the a vinyl of the soundtrack, awesome of the score, and then it comes with a Rick Dalton movie poster for one of his like shitty like French movies. It's awesome. the one that says uh, it's like Operation Dynamite, and it's him in like the car. <laughs> That's great. I might buy it just for the poster. <laughs> yeah, that, that does sound pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you know, I'm actually excited for this. I don't have a ton on it. It's yeah. got actors behind it. It's got a producer and and director that know what they're doing, and even like the writers on it, they've got some good stuff under their belt too. Um, I'm pretty sure they wrote uh, Spectre for you know okay. James Bond, which yeah. which was okay. I haven't and seen that one. They actually this movie I like a lot. No one saw it though, but they were also the writers on um, Edge of Tomorrow, which now if you go into stores, live, it's called die Live I repeat. Die Repeat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, nobody
0: knows what it is by the name
1: Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, but Edge of Tomorrow was actually like
0: a. a I actually really liked it. That was Emily Blunt and Tom Cruise, right? Yeah. 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 I hadn't seen that one,
1: but it I know like about it. It was like sci-fi Groundhog Day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I got you. But yeah. <laughs> it was it was it was cool though. So, there's a lot of people here that I think know how to make a good movie. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're going to see it no matter what. So, you got us, I
0: guess. I think a lot of dads are going to love this movie.
1: <laughs> a lot of dads. This is the this is the movie that tells you that a Ford is better than a Ferrari. Yeah, American-made, fucker. <laughs> All right. You got anything else on this? I don't. Let's get the fuck out of here. It smells like gasoline. Also, we didn't even get into our tie. There was an obvious tie between this and Jane Silent Bob. Oh, yeah. Christian Bale was Batman. Yep. Ben Affleck was in Dogma. Yup. He was Batman. Yep. Jane Silent Bob. Yep. And Ford Versus Ferrari. Yep. Same universe. Are the same universe. <laughs> <laughs> That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, two I different people two off. different people playing the same character, then they're in the same universe. Same universe. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. No need sense to explain. To me.
0: Yeah, no need to explain. Well, I'm happy. I'm happy we're here to talk about this movie. Uh it's another one of these situations where I actually know who the director is because duh. <laughs> you want to say it? Kevin James. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> you dunce. <laughs> He's the king of Queens. (laughs) It's Kevin Hart. Yeah, it's Kevin Hart. (laughs) It's Medea's family, Jay and Silent Bob. Bob.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Kevin Smith, though, writer and director on it. I love Kevin Smith. I know Mm -hmm. you love Kevin Smith. Mm -hmm. Cool guy. Yeah, we got to get him on the pod. Yeah. He's right here. (laughs) But his movies, for a lot of people, I think are hit or miss. Yeah. Yeah. Because especially some of his later ones, like Tusk and like Yoga Hosers. Oh, but I love Tusk. T- yeah, Tusk is is weird as shit. Yeah,
0: love it. But Yoga Hosers is weird, but I don't love it as much, but I see what
1: it is. I saw Yoga Hosers in a uh, Dollar Tree bargain bin. Nice. Like, Did you, you buy, buy it? it? No, but it was, oh. it was on Blu-ray in a Dollar Tree. That's awesome.
0: <laughs> like w- when... What? <laughs> yeah, I believe it. I saw it because it came
1: to Netflix a little while after its mm-hmm. release, and I was just like, Yeah, I'll watch this. This is a this is a cool movie for a lot of reasons, and we'll get into it, but one thing that is kind of cool about this, I don't know if you agree, but this movie felt like it was almost a sequel for all of his movies. <laughs>
0: yes, I agree. The way I've explained it is if you are watching this movie, like at a certain point in the movie, without spoiling any events at this point. I was like, is this his last movie? Cuz he does take the time to go back to every movie he's ever made and connect it in some way. And then it it, it almost feels like a swan song. He's
1: just like, this is my going out party. Well, again, we're we're kind of jumping ahead a little bit, I think, but I think this is something that after his heart attack he really wanted to do. Yeah. And not to say like his heart attack was a wake-up call or anything like that. But, like, I think it was just, like, there's themes in this movie that probably resonate. Like, this movie in general feels very heartfelt and honest and way more than I was expecting it to because I was watching it and I was like, okay, here's some fart jokes and some, like, stoner humor. And then I was like, oh, man, this is, like, deeply personal.
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah, I picked up on that right away. Yeah. But, yeah, we don't want to spoil too much yet, so we'll we'll save it because... Mm -hmm it that stuff really plays
1: heavily into like the main plot and a lot of
0: a lot of little details yeah it
1: was just it was funny because like we don't we haven't really used that this phrase often i think the last time we did was on the paper falcon where you're like this movie has a lot of heart yeah i felt like this movie had a lot of heart though which you would not suspect (laughs) yeah at all like jane silent bob reboot like
0: (laughs) okay it's gonna be stupid as fuck yeah and It is, but it it is also very touching.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I've got the cast, which is huge. Oh, it's like never-ending cast? Never-ending cast. I kind of wrote down in most of the people that have at least like more than just like they pop up here. Yeah. I also wrote down some of the cameos, but I don't know if we should save them or not if we're trying to, if we want to save that for the Swampies or Um, we want to just bring them up. We'll
0: save, save the unimportant ones,
1: but they're- there's a couple that
0: I think we have to mention. Yeah. So, but also a lot of the cameos people know because even in the trailer
1: it shows you like all of these faces popping. It just doesn't yeah. tell you
0: what they're doing in the movie.
1: Yeah. Obviously, Jason Mewes he's playing Jay. Yeah. Kevin Smith is playing Silent Bob. Harley Quinn Smith is playing Millie. She was in this movie more than I expected her to be. Yeah. They kind of poke fun at that with like the whole like nepotism type thing. Yeah. But for her, like good for her because she's been in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and this this year that's true so she she's doing well justin long he plays brandy saint randy yes i (laughs) knew brandon saint randy is yeah because
0: i I said from when we did this in the trailer park i'm like the voice he's doing is the same as his character from zach and miriam make a porno another kevin smith film Mm -hmm. so i was just like oh did he like leave porn and now he's
1: just a celebrity lawyer Type deal. I'm like, that's <laughs> fucking great. I his like little section made me laugh so hard. Yeah, Just the all of his mannerisms and stuff. Yeah, uh, Craig Robertson he plays <laughs> Judge Jerry and Executioner. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Fred Armisen, I loved his cameo in it. Yeah, uh, he was
0: in it longer than I thought he would be too. Yeah,
1: as far as cameos go, he's actually in it a like a good amount. Like, yeah, he's probably in it more than most people get. Probably as far as your cameos, it's a lot of him. And a lot of Ben Affleck, I'd say, are probably the two most in the whole movie. Molly Shannon, I was really stoked to see. I always like when Molly Shannon pops up in something. Oh, yeah. Ben Affleck, I just said... Uh, rosario dawson she's in it she's not playing her character from clerks, clerks 2. Two. i, I yeah. actually
0: wrote that as a note i'm like oh she's supposed to be her but then when she i think they say her name at some and i'm like oh no it's not yeah that's she's, not her. she's
1: reggie falcon because the daughter is it's supposed to be like millennium, falcon, yeah, millennium falcon. which is
0: also just a joke on kevin smith having named his daughter after a comic book character and yeah like oh why don't you just name your daughter millennium falcon
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's i like that that's in clever. comic book man he he made a joke where like apparently he was dropping her off at school and he was wearing like Batman shorts Yeah, and like he stepped out of the car and she got like really embarrassed and she was like, no, you can't let people like see you. And he was like, you're literally named after a comic book character. Like no one gives a (laughs) shit. (laughs) Yeah. And speaking of which, the comic book
0: men are also in this.
1: Yeah, they are. Yep. I, I was waiting for, for them to show up the whole time and then it's just like they on the screen for one second. Same thing yeah. with like the the whole cast of clerks basically. I liked that. Yeah, that was a good bit. I also like that um Brian Quinn from Impractical Jokers. Yeah he was, he was, in, he was in it. Yeah. And uh I just I just like he's a devil's fan, so that's just awesome. Oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> good for you. Yeah. My favorite cameo of the whole movie was Chris Hemsworth. Oh, it was so good. Yeah. It was just I'm like watching it and I'm like god damn it you're amazing (laughs) god God damn you're impressive what a a redemption from (laughs) men in black you know he's he's so funny though just i love when chris hemsworth is doing something in comedy
0: yeah you know it might be my favorite just because i'm a huge huge mark chris jericho
1: okay yeah as the clan leader Mm -hmm. (laughs) so good (laughs) there was uh method man red man which is uh cool Yeah, Cheech was in this crossover. No,
0: it was uh, Chong, Tommy Chong. Oh, was it?
1: Yeah. Okay. Damn. Damn. How could I get them mixed up? I know. (laughs) Val Kilmer, who also was a Batman.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of Batman's in this movie. Bet the Batmen. The Batmen are in this movie. (laughs) Was there any other Batman in it? If only they got Keaton. (laughs)
1: That'd That'd be cool. That'd have been it. And Shannon Elizabeth is back as Justice. So. Yeah. Yeah. Or Boo Boo Kitty. Fuck. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> aka <laughs> <laughs> aka Boobie kitty fuck yeah yeah huge huge cast on this it's funny. if you go on rotten tomatoes or imdb and you look at the cast it's like oh my god it doesn't stop it, it keeps going
0: <laughs> it is literally every single person who's ever been in a kevin smith movie yeah essentially mm-hmm. like it's insane like if they were part of the like if you go to every kevin smith movie's Top six listed actors. They've pretty much all of those people who are still living showed up in this movie. Mm-hmm. I only and- mentioned the still living because Alan Rickman was in Dogma. Yeah, RP. love that guy.
1: What do they call this? The, the is it the Askew Universe or the View, view Askew? Yeah, That's, I
0: think it. it's the Askew Universe. Yeah.
1: So yeah, no, everyone basically from any movie related to the Askew Universe is in this.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude, and. I loved
1: like all the Mallrats stuff they pulled because Brody they go to Brody's comic shop again. Oh, he was so good. Yeah, I loved that. That whole section was great.
0: Yeah, I mean he's always good, mm-hmm. and I I think Mallrats is a movie that I mean it's it's very early on in Kevin Smith's career, and it's a movie that I don't think gets the praise that it deserves for like what it was. That was the that was the one of the earliest Stan Lee cameos before all the MCU movies. Yeah. And it's a super important cameo because he delivers like a really good portion of dialogue.
1: Also, I won't say what it is, but the the Stanley stuff in this, oh man, it was great.
0: So yeah, I I won't say it either, but I will say this: going into this movie, we already said we weren't expecting the amount of heart that it has. I wasn't expecting this movie to nearly make me cry, <laughs> but goddamn it, did I come really
1: close to shedding a tear at the end. It was funny because uh you said that to me and I was like like this kid's being a little dramatic. And then I went and saw the movie and I was like I didn't get to that point, but I thought to myself I was like I know exactly why Sky felt the way he did yeah. while, while watching. I was like yeah, I get it. Yeah, you you understand. But
0: dude, yeah, million cameos, a lot of callbacks. This movie is super meta. Oh yeah. Like I love that though. Everything about it is yeah, like this movie is absolutely made for fans of Kevin Smith movies. Like if you're somebody, if you're like me or like us and kind of grew up with these movies and like Clerks is huge for me, like mm-hmm. me and Megan, like uh, it's it's big in our household. Like uh, Clerks is great. Mallrats. Uh, Dogma was fucking insane. When, when it came out, like Dogma was like the funniest shit ever. Like it was, best comedy movie of like the decade (laughs) and uh this movie is like a love letter to the fans i feel like he really takes time and care kind of touching on all of these things and uh i don't want to say it now but i I don't think i'll forget but just in case remind me to touch on like how he gets back around to chasing amy because like that's another movie i feel like a lot of people sleep on because chasing amy is very much a more Serious,
1: like it well, is funny, but it's a little bit more like my next point was going to be about chasing Amy. Oh well, then let's just do it now. All right. Well, I was. It wasn't even so much about it. It was just I was going to say this is probably like his most. I don't want to say serious because it, there's so many. It's a comedy and it's a raunchy comedy at that. But yeah. this is probably his most mature movie since Chasing Amy.
0: Yeah, which is insane to think about. Yeah, considering the amount of stupidity that is, <laughs> is rampant is in it. this movie. Yeah,
1: but like. Yeah, if you if you look under the surface, I don't even think you really have to look under the surface because they're pre- the themes that they want to explore are pretty pretty there, you know, surface level. No, I shouldn't say yeah. surface level. But they're they're there because they want you to to be on the ride with you.
0: Yeah, and I think that when you know him and like if you know his life, then you see all of that stuff way easier. So like for us, it is kind of surface level because we know so much about his career and his life and you know, what's going on behind the scenes, Mm -hmm. like whatever led up to this movie or during the filming of the movie. Like when you have that knowledge, it kind of connects you deeper to the material. And then, yeah, you're just like bought into it, like even more. So like, that's why I said like, this kind of does feel like, like a, like a swan song, like a going out party is just like, I love you guys. Love my fans. Here's one last one for the road. I know that's not what it is, but like, I don't know. You kind of get that vibe. It, if, it, no, I did get that vibe too. It almost, it almost feels like a Kevin Smith yearbook. Like, it's just like, here's pictures of all the different movies. Here's inside jokes about like connecting back to like different movies. He even makes
1: jokes about cop out and like Jersey girl. Yeah, it's definitely not, but I felt the same. Cause it's definitely not because we know that we're getting a clerks three. Right. But when I was watching, I felt the same thing. And again, I think a lot of it comes down to him having his heart attack. Like, I think that yeah. probably happened. And he was like, you know what? Like, this is something I really wanted to do. And there is a joke later in the movie. I don't remember who says it, but one of the
0: one of the actors not saying it to Jan Bob, but like another like famous actor is like, You're just lucky that you're just guilt tripping everybody into being this movie because you had your fucking heart attack or yeah. whatever. And like, mm-hmm. it's it's clearly a nod to like Kevin Smith. Yeah. It's probably how he feels. I'm sure that's not what really I'm sure everybody who participated in the movie wasn't just doing it because it's like I feel bad he had a heart attack, because it's all people who have worked with him in the past, like yeah, it it really feels like a a passion project. Oh, I'm I'm yeah, I think it was. And it was probably crazy
1: amount of fun to to make. When I was watching it, I was like, Man, this movie like making a movie is hard work, but this must have been a great time on set every
0: day. Yeah. Just Uh, partying with your buds, like But that's also why Kevin Smith has done movies like Yoga Hosers, like Tusk. Like, he's come out and said, he's like, I know not everybody's going to like these movies, but I just want to make stuff that is fun. Like, I just want to do stuff that I enjoy making. Like, I'm not trying to make, you know, Oscar winning films. He's like, I just want to do what I like. And if people like it, then that's fucking awesome. But he's not going to go out of his way to try and,
1: like, impress anybody. Mm hmm. One thing that uh I kind of wanted to say though, it's funny because this movie is called Jane Silent Bob Reboot, and we live in a world where everything right now is a remake or a reboot. And, yeah, and they make fun of that in this, but yeah, they
0: talk about how lazy it is
1: and yeah. But all that. it's it's crazy that you know we've we've talked about it a bunch of times on the show. What was the last one that we did that was really recent? Where oh, it was El Camino, or it was like I didn't think I wanted this. Yeah. Like, I didn't think I needed this, but now I have it. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. This movie is, like, not something that I was, like, like, I never was, like, beating the drum for a Jane Silent Bob Strikes Back, you know, Yeah. sequel. But this movie plays on nostalgia a lot, but all the nostalgia in the movie, it doesn't feel like they're cash-grabbing. Right. And it's crazy because, like, that's, like, the whole story is poking fun at how it almost is a, is a cash grab. Yeah, there's numerous it, times where they reference the fact that
0: it's it's lazy and there's like times where uh like when they get to Justice's house and she's like, "What are you guys doing out here?" It's like, "We're heading to Hollywood to stop them from making this new fucking movie
1: about it." She's like, "Have you guys done that already?" <laughs> <Right>? Like <laughs> but it, everything in the movie feels ge- like the nostalgia is really genuine and not exploitative if that's the word. Yeah. Like no, it, I get that. It's it's not Grabbing your your money, nostalgia. Obviously,
0: because they don't want you to see this movie. Apparently, <laughs> the way they're releasing it. Yeah, no,
1: it's it's not grabbing your money nostalgia. It's like literally like this is gonna hit you in the feels nostalgia. Like you're, this was made from a place of like deep love type thing. Yeah, and uh I thought that was really cool because everything that comes out now is a reboot and like just like a cash grab. So yeah, it was awesome that this one thing that was like super self aware just felt like really. I don't know, just heartfelt. I keep saying yeah. the same words over and again. Genuine, well, heartfelt. It, it is
0: super personal to Kevin Smith because even even outside of like the the health issues that he had uh, before, you know, making this movie, I think that obviously is a big like motivating factor to just kind of like take a look back, be a little bit retrospective of his own career, but then also like looking towards the future, like because the a big theme in this movie is Jay meets his daughter that he didn't know he had Mm -hmm. over all this time so it's a lot about the father-daughter relationship Mm -hmm. and then jay's daughter in the movie is played by kevin smith's actual daughter in real life yeah so like i wonder how it would have been filming like one having your dad direct you which i think you know she's got to be used to by now because she's been in multiple films of his but then also having a subject matter that is so personal because as much as it is like a love letter to the fans it's also like a love letter to his daughter Like, in a lot of scenes, like, there's a lot of really, like, well-written dialogue between characters that show you, are basically, like, I can hear Kevin Smith basically just telling his daughter, like, you are the world to me, and, like, I love you so much, and, like, there's so much, uh...
1: So much fatherly love in there that I picked up on as a dad. All all the part. Well, that was one thing I was like, I I know that this is going to hit sky for those reasons, but the part with Ben Affleck in particular, like that was, that's probably my favorite portion of dialogue in the whole movie. Absolutely. That is probably
0: the scene that has the most heart for me in it. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I was going to get back to. So you want to talk about, you know, how El Camino and this are just like, Oh, I didn't think I needed that chasing Amy. The way that that movie ends they kind of all split off and go their separate ways and that's all well and good i never thought i needed it this movie closes the book on the chasing amy story and it comes full circle and then like with the whole i mean i don't want to give away all of it but like it it puts a bow on a movie that came out so long ago and is one of his most heartfelt movies Mm-hmm. That he's ever made. And uh I had no idea that I needed it, but when it was happening, I was as I was watching it unfold, I'm like, oh my god, he's rewriting he's actively rewriting the ending to Chasing Amy. Mm-hmm. He he gave it a, a real happy ending. Cause like the end of the movie isn't necessarily happy or sad, like they just both go on with their life separately. And then this brings them back together in a really sweet way. And then again. tugs on your heartstrings, plays on the fatherhood relationship, father-child, father-daughter, and it makes sense, too. It's not out of place in the movie. Like It makes sense to the main driving plot of the movie itself. And I also like that as much as this movie is their joke about how much it's recycling the first movie, (laughs) it really isn't, because I'd say the main plot is the father-daughter relationship between Jay and his long-lost child. Yeah. Just through the guise of them repeating the same
1: movie, the first act will make you think that that's what's happening. Yeah, because the then first act, flips. Re- yeah, the first act is really them going through the motions of a let's get to Hollywood and stop this, this movie. Yeah, and then once the I would say it's either the end of the first act or the beginning of the second act hits, it's a completely different movie. Yeah. It, What a good job of, like, subverting expectations, though. That's why I said I was surprised. I was surprised by how heartfelt it was, but really I was surprised at what I was getting because it was, like, I thought I was getting another, you know, journey across the country to stop something movie, and then I got this completely different thing that was, like, it's the movie's really about, like, your legacy, you know, your family and stuff like that. Like, it's not a... There are the fart jokes and all that stuff, but it's really not about that, and... Uh, Like stuff, movies that deal with like family usually hit me pretty hard. So I was kind of like, damn, like, good job. Yeah, yeah, this is good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm enjoying this.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Also, fun fact, uh, in when they first meet Harley Quinn's character, they go up into her room. And uh, I heard like the song playing. And I'm not super familiar, but she is in a band like in real life oh really and I, when i heard the song playing i'm like i bet you that's her band and then i looked it up it actually was i but that's i was like cool. yeah i was like i wonder if they were actually listening to that during the scene because that would be weird it's like i'm in a movie with my dad my dad is directing me but i'm playing my dad's best friend's daughter <laughs> while i'm listening to my own band, band? <laughs> like it's like two meta yeah. for like one scene but yeah uh i thought that was cool of course, I, like why wouldn't he put her band's mm-hmm.
1: song in it? Like, I I loved how meta it is. Like that's something in movies that I know some people are like breaking the fourth wall is not funny. I usually think it is pretty funny. It yeah when done right. And there's a few times in this movie that like they do it. And I was like. That's awesome. There's Honestly, one, I thought I was gonna get sick of it. I didn't. Yeah, no, they I loved looked, all of it. There's literally one part though where they say something and literally just look at the camera, and then I think one yeah. of them waves at the camera, which
0: they did in the first Chainsaw yeah. Bop during the same scene at Brody's <laughs> comic shop. Yeah. So they they just yeah some things they literally just r- did it again, mm-hmm. which is really funny. I I couldn't believe I was still enjoying it, and I wasn't just like, ugh, this is so lazy. Yeah. We can,
1: let's talk about the comedy real quick. We won't go into jokes because we said we wouldn't do that. This is one of the funniest movies I've seen all year.
0: Yes, absolutely. This is the the most I've laughed in the theater. I've said that now a few times on the show. Yeah. But that's because gradually funnier movies (laughs) Movies have have been coming out. out. I it would be incredibly hard and impressive to find another movie this year that makes me
1: laugh more than this. This is probably like the funniest movie I've seen all year. Yeah, and we'll see all year. I may have said this on the show. I generally for comedies I like to go with someone else because when I'm by myself I don't nearly laugh as hard. And when I went and saw this, it was me and only two other people in the theater, and, and it was a big theater with like stadium seating, and I was way yeah. up top, and they were down at the below. So it's not like there was even like a, a reaction amongst each other. Right, but even just the first scene of the movie when they redo the thing and he comes out with his dick tucked tucked in my <laughs> I first note. I laughed out loud at that. Yeah. My first note, two minutes
0: in, I'm already laughing. Yeah. Like, and I was, but everybody in my theater was reacting to like everything. Mm-hmm. Like, and I didn't see it with that many people. I saw it with, there may be a dozen of us in the theater, all spread out, sprinkled, same place too. So stadium seating, like, not really like an ideal environment to have like an intimate, you know, viewing. So the fact that like everyone was spread out and like I just everybody was laughing mm-hmm. and yeah, that's that says a lot that your comedy can actually like transcend to multiple people. But also, if you're going to see this movie, you're probably seeking it out. Yeah, which means you're probably already a fan. Mm-hmm. So so you know what you're getting into. Yeah, you know you know what's happening. I can see somebody who's not seen all of kevin smith's movies kind of being like this isn't that i haven't seen all of
1: his movies yeah but i'm you've seen more than a lot of people yeah that's probably true but i think there's enough here where even if you've seen two movie two of his movies like you'd be cool like yeah the movie by itself is really good like you wouldn't even need to see like all the other movies to really like appreciate it because you'll get enough of the jokes enough of the jokes are funny on their own where it's it's not something where you're watching it and you're like Man, if you hadn't seen that movie, you would not know what's going on right now. Like, you're you're still going to take everything and and I feel like they do a good enough job even if they're talking about a movie you didn't know where you can tell they're talking about one of his movies. Yeah. Like there's the part where which movie was it that they're talking about? And it was a Jersey Girl. I can't remember, but the, it was went in the courthouse and they're like that movie was a like piece of shit and he's like I agree. That movie did suck like fucking balls or whatever. Like, yeah. I'm trying to remember what movie it was that they were talking about. But like they bring up his movies all throughout the whole movie. And, yeah. And you can tell, like, okay, yeah, they're making fun of one of his films right now. And
0: then there's like one point where they're just like, and fuck that cop out movie. And yeah. Slam Bob's like, because like Kevin Smith has been like spoken about <laughs> like I fucking hated making that movie. Bruce Willis was such a dick to me. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. But but also uh Ben Affleck and Kevin Smith hadn't talked in a long time. You know, did you know about that? This is in real life. No. They kind of had Not like a full blown beef, but they weren't on like great speaking terms for a long while. Why is that? I don't remember the full details. I just I just know that it was something going on. So it was actually like surprising when people found out that Affleck was gonna be in this and they actually like kind of hint at it because like there's a moment where when they go in there and they see Ben Affleck's he's not Ben Affleck in the movie, he's playing his character from Chasing Amy. Yeah. And Jay, like, says what up to him. And then they kind of pause for a second. And it's Kevin Smith and Ben Affleck staring each other down a little bit. And then Ben Affleck's just like, ah, come in here. And it's almost like them hugging it out. Like, they, like, squash the beef in the movie. I thought that was really cool.
1: <laughs> See, I didn't even know that. It was
0: just, like, a nice personal touch to, like, acknowledge, like, that distance they've had between them. But then also just be like, ah, fuck it, man. Like, come in. Like, come <laughs> in
1: here. See, I didn't even pick up on that. And, yeah, the movie that I was talking about was Cop Out. Yeah, there yeah. you go. I also like that they, they didn't do it exactly the same, but I was just glad that the 15 bucks little man kind of came back around in yeah, this one. Yeah, those, those kids were in it. Because I, I love that little jingle that they do in the first one. Yeah, I it's say a classic. Yeah, 15 bucks little man, put that shit in my hand. <laughs> if your money doesn't show. Yeah, I mean, what else do you have on this?
0: Uh, honestly, a lot of my notes are like exclamation points, like and then a joke because I'm like, "Oh, so good!" Do, but do I don't you have any negatives? blow my load on it. Um, I have, I have two. Yeah, I'm. I don't know if I have any like huge negatives. Everything that I wrote down is like really positive. Like I was just really high on this movie, and I wasn't even high watching this movie, <laughs> which I feel like I really wanted to be, but I didn't. So that's on me, I guess. But I mean, I guess if anything, I would say, I don't even know, because like I enjoyed the jokes still, but like it does kind of repeat and replay. Like on this, the humor is the same all the way through. Like it is a lot of repetition of like, there's a lot of in humor, there's a lot of the meta humor, and then there's like a lot of the referential humor to his whole career. Mm -hmm. But I like his career and I like a lot of those movies. So like, As much as the jokes are essentially like constructed the same, like even though they are, you know, each different from each other, it's all essentially the same joke. The joke of the whole movie is, remember this other movie I did? (laughs) You know, so I guess I could say that that
1: could grow tiring, but I don't know. I still, I still just enjoyed that. I think that there's certain points of the movie that are way stronger than others. And I think the middle of this movie does drag a little bit. Yeah. For me, that was like probably that's probably my biggest issue. Is just like especially the part where like when they're like near the KKK. I know you said you yeah. were like the Chris Jericho like cameo. I, yeah, but I just love Chris Jericho. Yeah. That's why around that you can po- do no wrong. Around that point, I was kind of like I wasn't losing interest, but I was oh. kind of I, yes, okay. So this actually relates to what you're
0: saying, okay? Because the whole middle of the movie, that's like they're traveling. Yeah, the thing about this. In the first Jay and Silent Bob movie, you are along for the ride for all of their travels. Mm -hmm. In this movie, there's a couple of times where just all of a sudden they're somewhere else. Whereas, like, the first one, it's like they start going, they get on a bus, it's like tickets, like, what the fuck, like, didn't you used to ride this shit for free when we were kids? Yeah. And then, like, they start hitchhiking. And then from the hitchhiking, they get kicked out. And then they go to a movie's and then they. Hop in the van with them. Like, you always see they're traveling. Mm -hmm. But in this, it's like, all right, where are we going? Let's call a car. All right, we got a car. Fuck, he's gone. Now what do we do? Boom, all of a sudden, they're in like a completely different place. Yeah. So, like, I think there is, like, a little bit of uh laziness or just not even laziness but there's not as much care taken to showing you the journey in this one where it does just jump to certain points and then all of a
1: sudden it's like how are you like five states further from where you are yeah that may have been something where they're like the focus of the movie is not the journey right it's something else so they were just like fuck it like it's just funny to put them in different places yeah but like for me it it dragged a little bit because it, it didn't seem like the plot was furthering enough for me yeah it's really the first act, and I think the third act are the strongest parts of the movie. I think the Which second, is good. Yeah, yeah. I think the second drags a little bit. And the other complaint I have, which really isn't like much of a complaint, it was just something that I was kind of like, I'm not digging this, but it wasn't taking away enough where I was like, I flat out hate this. Like, this is, what, what are you thinking? I just, a lot of the music that they made for the movie, I wasn't a fan of. It's kind of like... Yeah. It's kinda like doo doo-doo, doo 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 like like kind of like yeah. Like I don't even know what it they kinda do that in the first chance silent Bob Yeah, no too. they do. It's like really like, like Scooby Dooish. Scooby Dooish. Yeah. yeah, like cartoony. And for me, like I just I wasn't about it.
0: Okay. I could see that. That didn't really take me out of it at all. Again, it fits the mold for what they have done in the past. Yeah. That so was, I was okay with it. hmm
1: Yeah. Totally it it fit what like the precedent was already. So, Oh, you know, it's the only joke or I guess joke that I didn't like.
0: Jan and Silent Bob used on the phone and how hard he's like hitting his phone. phone. I just, it didn't do anything for me. I was just kind of like, ah, it's boring. But like, I
1: don't Yeah. The first time he did it, I kind of laughed. Yeah. And I actually heard someone in the theater say like, it took him that long to like type that or something like that. That may even be yeah. a joke in the movie, but I heard someone say that in the theater. Yeah. That is the joke of it is like, he's like, typing typing and
0: it's like doing it for like a while and then it comes over and it's just an emoji
1: yeah the first time it made me laugh the second time i was like okay the third time i was over it <laughs> yeah and then i think they do it a bunch of other times there yeah but they uh, do it
0: a lot and it's like one of the only times and that's what i mean like a lot of the jokes are repetitive throughout the movie mm-hmm. and uh that's that's one that didn't land with me so i'll say that much
1: but yeah one thing that i will say i really like this movie from like jason muses standpoint just like Jason Mewes as a person. Yeah. Because knowing that he's like been through rehab and like done all this stuff. Yeah, he's had this he's fallen on hard times. Times. And- yeah, this movie like I know it's a lot of this movie's for Kevin Smith and like Kevin Smith wrote it for him and all of his friends and stuff like that. But like it was just really nice seeing Jason Mewes kind of in like the spotlight. I know he wasn't yeah. Jane Silent Bob, but like he really feels like like the hero in this movie kind of. Yeah, for sure. And uh, no, I just, that was really heartwarming that I, I really liked seeing him like get his, especially because like he's directing a movie now and stuff and I've heard it didn't do particularly great. Yeah. But like, I don't know, I was just, I was just really happy for him.
0: Yeah, dude. It's good to see that, especially because like he's on a more positive path now and he's been clean. Yeah. And
1: he deserves like some, some good fucking Mm -hmm. shit in his life, you know? He's actually uh Kevin Smith and uh, Jason Muse played uh, PUBG with uh two of the players from the Devils. Oh yeah. Yeah. And Jason Muse I guess he has a video game channel, but like the things he says when he's playing video games just cracked me up. So like they were playing PUBG and he would get like killed and he'd be like, Oh my god, that snake <laughs> Like super a snake. Into it. <laughs> yeah, but he kept Love calling that. him a snake, which I thought was just hilarious. <laughs> what a snake. <laughs> we
0: should put them onto swampies. Yeah. Sarcone- swampies. swampies.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But you know what? Cause, cause we're winding down on our notes and stuff. Mm-hmm. My last notes are for how good were the credits to this movie? Oh, the credits were really good, dude. There is something to. It's not like in a Marvel movie, and I'm not taking a knock on Marvel, but like the movie ends, then it plays a clip from behind the scenes that we're not going to fully discuss. But it's what almost made me cry. Mm-hmm. Then it plays starts playing the credits. During the entirety of the credits, it's all just
1: bloopers, but which- it's it's cool because they're not really bloopers. Right. Some of them are just different takes. Yeah. Some of them are. It looks like they let them like ad lib for a lot of like the scenes. Yeah. Some so, of them
0: are just extra scenes.
1: Yeah. Like yeah. these are the, cause none of them are the parts where people just break out laughing. It looks like they were all things that they were like, should we use this or should we use this? And they were just other jokes that they just didn't yeah. make their way to the alternative movie. takes. Yeah.
0: It was really cool. I loved the Chris Hemsworth thing that was in the trailer or not in the trailer. Sorry. In the credit. Yeah. And, uh, Dude, there were there were a lot of really good jokes in there. Like, I was dying during the entirety of the credits. So, instead of having it be like, here's a thing, play some credits, do a mid-credit scene, and then you watch, you have to sit there, you wait, you wait, you wait, then you get a post-credit. Mm-hmm. It was literally just like, you had something to watch during the entirety of the credit roll, and then at the end of it, you get a post-credit scene. And I was just like, that's fucking great. Like, I was... Yeah cuz you don't have to sit there the entire time yeah. just waiting there. You're entertained from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't just have to sit there and wait and be like fuck I really got to pee. Like I don't care who the grip was. Yeah. Like I just have to piss. <laughs> like But yeah, no, it gave you something to pay attention to the whole time. And then I am going to spoil this joke. So skip ahead 30 seconds cuz it's going to take me just a couple seconds to say it. So from now, skip ahead 30 seconds. I love that Jay and Silent Bob are the ones putting gum in the locks for the past twenty five years <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because it is never addressed who's doing it. But in Clerks, that's a thing. It's just like oh, someone put gum in the lock. Yeah, and he's like always struggling with it. <laughs> and I love
1: that there's finally that an answer to that? who. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that that right there. I was just like best movie ever.
1: <laughs> put a they, bow on it. They did it. They've done it. You were like starting to fun day like forensic investigation to yeah, it I'm like who's um, doing it <laughs> i mean i think it's pretty obvious you know who it is but i love that there's like finally an
0: admittance Your answer yeah, yeah.
1: Nah, that, that was funny because we're not going into a lot of the jokes there's things that like i want to talk about that we're not getting into yeah but overall i this movie exceeded my expectations yeah like me too. When, when we did the trailer park for it i think i was just kind of like i really like kevin smith like, I like a lot of what he does. I like him a lot as a person, so I'm really excited for this. Like, it looks funny, but this movie delivered on so many other levels for me. Um, the only negatives that I said, yeah, like, I think it drags a little bit, and I didn't like some of the music choices, but the music choices were consistent with other movies. So, yeah, I uh, there's a lot, a lot of fun to be. If you want to talk about, like, a feel-good movie of the year, this is going to be up there, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. You have anything else before we get into tomato tomato? I don't. I just want to
0: dive in them tomatoes. So do you know the tomato tomato? I actually don't. I have no clue. Like I don't even have a rough estimate of where it would be. Do you have a you have a guess? Ooh, you know what? I would say the critics probably scored this low. Low? I'm gonna go with like mid sixties for mid-60s. the critic score. Okay. But I would say the audience is at least above above an eighty. Okay. Like in that range, like I'd say it's like in the B minus to B plus range for the audience. So tomato, the critics, 74%. Okay, good. They scored it higher than I would have expected. Mm -hmm. That's nice to hear. I know a lot of critics kind of give Kevin Smith shit because of, I think they don't realize that he has that feeling of, I'm not making it for the critics. I'm making it for the fans. So I think a lot of critics are just like, oh, here we go again. He's just recycling jokes and it's all just immature humor. So like because I have seen reviews like that for a lot of his movies. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, kudos
1: to them for actually uh showing a little bit more love. Yeah, I actually I knew the buzz going in that critics were actually like, it's really good. Like critics were were feeling it. The audience score though, tomato, bring it in at a ninety-four. Wow, there you go. Yeah. So you, you, go. Got, you got you gotta see. To an A. All right. Well, I'm going tomato. Okay. And they fucking nailed it. A? A. Nice. So I gave it. Uh, I'm going tomato as well. And I'm going to A minus. All right. There we go.
0: Yeah. I'm glad we're both in the A range. We can still be friends. <laughs> I was nervous about that. I figured you might, l- you might enjoy it a little bit, just a little bit less, but not much. But I knew you were going to have a good time watching it. Yeah. No, I, I really did enjoy it a lot. Yeah. I would love
1: to see this again. I can't wait for it to come out on Blu-ray. This this movie actually, because I don't own, I think I only only own like one Kevin Smith movie. This movie made me want to go and be like, man, I should really like go and buy just like a big chunk of his filmography. That's what Hollywood made me want to do this year. After I saw Hollywood, I was like, I'm going to finish my Tarantino collection, you know, type thing. Yeah. This movie made me want to go and like buy out. Kevin Smith's filmography on Blu-ray, at least you can skip Jersey girl. Yeah, no, there's a, there's a few you can (laughs) skip. I'm not going to buy yoga hosers. Yeah. And uh... I actually like cop
0: out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't hate that movie. I'm also a big fan of uh, Tracy Morgan, but that movie's not the worst. It doesn't feel like a Kevin Smith movie at all though. Like nothing about it feels like a Kevin Smith movie. Mm -hmm. And I think it, I think it even exists outside of his universe, you know? Yeah. I mean, a lot of his movies I'm already a huge fan of, and I own a good portion of, or at least have owned, because like I don't have *Jay and Silent Bob* anymore. I used to have a DVD of it, but I, I don't have a Blu-ray of it now. So I'm missing a lot of things in my collection. But like *Dogma* is a must for like any Kevin Smith fl- fan, and *Clerks* is like number one on the list. Like yeah. *Clerks* is probably my favorite of his, which. It was almost like douchey to be like, I love his early stuff, but like <laughs> clerks is like a really big part of my life, so that and then I'd say right after that would be like dogma for me because dogma is be like, like another huge,
1: I would say clerks, dogma, and probably clerks too. I like clerks too a lot.
0: Now, clerks too isn't as impactful for me. I'd say after dogma, it would either be probably mall rats. Then Jay and Silent Bob, the first one. Mm-hmm. Then Chasing Amy. Chasing Amy, I I liked more as an adult. Yeah, because like I saw Clerks and stuff when I was in like high school, and same thing with Jane and Silent Bob and all that. But I didn't appreciate Chasing Amy until I was older. But it it makes sense because the movie is a little bit more mature. Yeah, or a lot bit more mature <laughs> actually. But and Jersey Girls just all the way on the bottom, which breaks my heart because I love George Carlin. Jersey Girl's at the top. Oh, yeah. I saw Jersey Girl in
1: theaters when it came <laughs> oh, I was, out. I was going to say Jersey Girl has the name, or the Jersey Girl has the word Jersey in it. Oh, so you got to love it. So I just got to love it. Yeah. yeah. Well, cool, man.
0: I'm glad we got to uh, get around to seeing this and reviewing it. This, this is one that
1: I really wanted to see. And then I really just I wanted to do a review for you.
0: Oh, thanks. This one was
1: for me. Joker was for you. I hated it. <laughs> I thought <of> it <laughs> about it the other day, and I was like, he was getting on me for fucking liking Joker. He gave Joker an A plus. He gave Joker the same grade that he gave the lighthouse. <laughs> like... Yeah, but yeah, no, I, I knew you really liked this, so I, I was glad that we could do a review on it. Yeah, ditto,
0: ditto, mm-hmm. and I hope you swampies are glad we did a review on it because we weren't sure if a lot of you have seen it, and probably a lot of you haven't. So I hope we did a good enough job not spoiling stuff. I hope you guys actually skipped when I told you to skip. But yeah, no, I think if you haven't seen this, you should still go see it. It's going to be really funny, especially like I said, or like we said, like a number of times, if you're a Kevin Smith fan, you're going to fucking love this movie.
1: This is probably uh the least spoilery review we've done in a while
0: since our non-spoiler, non-spoiler. <laughs> review of
1: Endgame. Yeah, probably. Yeah, but
0: I don't want to ruin this for the swampies, and it's going to be a while before a lot of people get a chance to see yeah, it.
1: Yeah, I think that was the thing is it was it's not. Gonna be around for a while, so if people are gonna listen to us, let's let's keep it on the DL a little bit. Yeah. I'd say this is like ninety percent spoiler
0: free review. Yeah, which yeah. is really good for us, mm-hmm. considering most of the time, sometimes we spoil things the second we start talking about it. Yeah, <laughs>
1: like Gemini Man, we didn't even get into the review. <laughs> That's my favorite beginning of the of an episode,
0: <laughs> and we already spoil like a big reveal of the end of the movie in the first five minutes of our
1: episode. It was. It's literally. It's Hey moviegoers, you're listening to two days movies with Sky and Colin. And then I'm like, and junior, I fucking hated that. They called him junior in that movie <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right away. Jumping into it. We hated that. But yeah, no, uh, this one, we're giving
0: you a chance to check it out before we just ruin the whole shit. And if you did get a chance to see it, well, one, obviously check out our Instagram and, Go on there and give your own tomato tomato score, but also like come talk to us about it. You're not come talk to us. Stay a fucking away from us, but like <laughs> you know, talk to us on social media. Like leave comments. You know, we we love talking to the swampies. We're getting a lot more interaction on there too. A lot of people. The interaction's uh, fun. Yeah, I love I love it when people actually like voice their opinions on these things. Mm-hmm. and not just voice our opinions on whether we suck or not. It's it's so much easier when people are just like, I like this movie. I didn't like this movie or whatever. Like do do more fun stuff on there. So check us out at 2 dudes movie reviews. Go to 2 dot so you can check out our merch, all of that stuff. Leave us five-star written review on Apple iTunes, blah blah blah. You know what to do, you fucking swampy piece of shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i was i could almost hear the words before they came out of your mouth you could feel <laughs> it <laughs> like a, festering <laughs> no i love you swampies you know we we
0: love the swampies mm-hmm. we love the swampies more than our own families i'd say right <laughs> the fa- swampies are the family you know what you swampies are our family mm-hmm. and on that note suck it losers <laughs> <laughs>